When I was around eight or nine, I started experiencing extreme pain in my hips and in my legs. And I was told all the time by my parents and everyone around me, oh, it's just growing pains, kid. Don't be such a wimp. The thing is, is I'm, I'm in my 40s now, and I, apparently I'm still growing because I have the exact same pain. I've had the exact same pain my entire life because I'm not a wimp. I'm not weak. I'm not lazy. I just have something that we call chronic pain. talk about chronic pain without talking about invalidation, shame, and guilt, and gaslighting. Because every single person who has to go through the world with chronic pain has at least a bajillion stories about being invalidated because of their disability. Being told, well, it's because you don't do this, or it's because you do this. In my case, I've been told the whole time that just because I'm lazy or just because this, that I should just do yoga or eat some sauerkraut. When I am beating the statistics, I am doing better than I should be. But it just doesn't seem to matter. I know myself. And it's frustrating as fuck.
things that you say is supposed to I'll remember the glory days When you didn't treat me this way Now wait, just kidding, that never happened I was blind to the rhythm and all the patterns You're so cold, 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 cold The way you treat me, cold And so that's the reality of having chronic pain, that it comes with some sort of mental illness because the result of constant gaslighting and constant social abuse is mental illness. So it's not just that we have to navigate the world in pain physically, but we also have to navigate a society that is constantly causing us mental anguish and stress. And mental anguish and stress just makes the pain worse. And look, if you experience chronic pain and issues with mental health right now, you're like, you're nodding your head. You're like, yeah. And if you are an able-bodied person, you might be confused because society teaches us that these things are separate, that physical pain can't be caused or worsened by mental pain. And that is just not true. Ask anyone who has had this lived experience. I, as a person who experiences constant chronic pain, there are ups and downs, I have to navigate the world in a very specific way. I have to avoid and work through invalidation. Because I live in this society, I'm already grasping with things like uh, imposter syndrome and all of these things. Nobody is a worse critic of me than I am. And that is a gift given to me by society that I am actively trying to give back. Or at least throw in the trash and not accept anymore. And so I have to be careful where I put my energy and where I allow energy to come back at me. And I get it wrong a lot. And I pay for it. I have this pesky thing called hope <laughs> and optimism. And I don't want to believe that the world as is, is as hard for me as it is. But it, it is. And most people who don't have to experience the kind of experiences that I do are just oblivious. And, be, and it's not their fault that they're oblivious. It's how society has been made up. There is this thing that I've experienced a lot of times, and I know that a lot of people with chronic pain have experienced it too, and it's when an able-bodied person who doesn't have chronic pain goes through something like an accident, and they have pain for a very long time. And it's a difficult position to be put in when that person comes to me and says, hey, I understand now, but it usually comes across in this weird mix of empathy and sympathy and like condescending. And I try to be cool, um, but usually they're like realizing like, I, uh, I didn't get it. And oftentimes what they're really admitting is that their internal dialogue was really judgmental of me. And they will apologize in a way as if they, they said something. Maybe they were just like, and from my perspective, they were kind and patient in the past, but in their internal dialogue, they were hella judgy. 
They were dismissive, they were condescending. And they realize how hard it's been the last few weeks or months or maybe a year or two and come to realize that's been my experience my entire life. And then they come to realize that the way that we're taught about disabilities is just so black and white. If you are having pain, it must be caused from a thing, one specific thing. If you're acting this way, you must have this uh, illness or this disease or this disability. But in reality, it's this snowball effect that accumulates over time. So like I was born with hip dysplasia and it wasn't properly taken care of and it caused it, it caused a, a twisting of my lumbar, which caused scoliosis, which caused my spine to pull on my hip and make it worse, which caused nerve damage and on and on and on. And while navigating through that, um, it caused things like depression and self-hate and guilt and shame. And I've learned there's one way to really battle gaslighting and invalidation. And it starts with a simple statement. This is a thing that is happening. This is a thing that is happening. I accept my reality. This is a thing that is happening. Accepting your reality is not accepting defeat. It is starting from a place that is grounded in reality. Ancient soldiers didn't just accept that they didn't have an exoskeleton and go out and die. They put on armor before a battle. So it starts with radical self-acceptance and radical acceptance of the world and how it is and how you can and cannot navigate through it. And it, it is not hopeless. You are listening to a podcast from a disabled person. And whether or not you are disabled, there is a part of this that you have heard that you have identified with. And that's where we're moving as a society. That's the optimism. That's the hope. Radical co-acceptance. And yes, you can be cynical, and yes, you can be negative, but you cannot deny that the world is becoming a more accepting place. Even though we have the death rattles of old white men and the old systems, we are still moving forward towards radical co-acceptance. And maybe not in huge ways, but most certainly in many, many small ways that really add up and make a difference. And something that I see happening is throughout all of this, we are all collectively saying we do not have to live in a world that is abusive. We can move on. We can make a better place. Yeah.
churchy bullshit is this <laughs> so i took a break and i came back i was like and listened to what i just did i was like what the hell that's not very chronic pain to you joey we're supposed to be cynical bitter assholes and i'll be honest i i started this podcast absolutely intending <laughs> to be a cynical bitter asshole okay so so i used to take care uh, people for a living and for a long time I took care of quadriplegic people and I had this guy and I asked him why are you so damn chipper all the time and he just looked at me and smiled and said no one likes a bitter cripple Joey and his actual philosophy the way he lived his life was so much deeper than that and my grandma she was the same way she would smile in the face of adversity she would treat like shit going bad as as like an opportunity and as i got older i realized what that's really about it's about the necessity of hope as humans are very key to survival is that mighty h word and it's really fucking hard and you got to put in work to get there i'm just trying to find hope in a sea of pain maybe i am the thing moving on moving through you gotta keep going anyway buddy thanks for hanging out with me and listening today um if you are a subscriber of the podcast you may have noticed you haven't really heard from me for two weeks i mean i haven't posted in a week um i took a week off from posting but before that um i uploaded something from the archive and I find this hilarious because as I've been working on this episode for way too long, I've been experiencing a really bad flare up, like really bad chronic pain and this sort of back and forth where like maybe the pain would start to feel better as I just started getting depressed and then it would like switch back to pain. And then maybe some, it's like this, these two waves of depression and pain that are just like dancing with each other. And I'm just like on this little rowboat of hope, you know? And that little rowboat of hope sort of is this podcast. 
It is the thing that I am sort of anchoring my spirit to to get me through some really hard shit that's been going on. As our economy is trying to figure out if we're in a recession or a depression, so is my spirit and my body. And we are well over the halfway point, I think, I'm not quite sure, of what will be called season one of this podcast. Not quite sure, but I know that season one is just a series of experiments, and then further series or seasons will be uh, more themed and more fluid, like doing a season on autism and doing a season on music education, and eventually these will become other podcasts too. And if you've listened to the whole season so far, you've probably noticed that like each format is a little bit different. Um, and at the end of the season, I'll introduce uh, some more community types of stuff um, into the format. But we've done stuff where I'm just talking and then I go back and I add music. We've done stuff like this, where I just kind of do both at the same time throughout it. That seems to be kind of the best format. We've done stuff where it's just a bunch of stuff stitched together. Um, and, and then with the autism episode and with the next episode, you'll hear more like it's a musical. And then I'm working on one that's just mostly talking. Anyway, my point is, is that I appreciate you being along for this ride. And if you are interested in song therapy or coaching or lessons, 503-389-0476. And if you want to leave a text or a voicemail, 503-389-0476. Very soon, we're going to start featuring comments from listeners. I appreciate you. I hope you have a badass day. And I love you.